Oh yeah This is the type of vibe I'm on tonight Today Happy birthday V-Love, let's go I never knew there was a <laughs> Who wishes himself a happy birthday? I love me some me, come on Ooh, cause you a Leo, that's why I love it Sing along How much do you love it. yourself out there? Come on Vibing tonight, we vibing tonight. Welcome back, everybody. This is a very special occasion, but before we get started there, this is She and I. I am your host, B-Love, and I always have my very special host with me, India Marie. India Marie and be love the husband and wife duo you didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, damn it, since Monday. Give it up one time for yourself. Thank y'all for joining, man. Listen, and if this is your first time, Welcome. We appreciate it. If this is, if you are a consistent listener, man, I love (laughs) y'all. You know how I feel. I don't got to tell you over and over again, but I'm going to tell you anyway. I have to let gratitude be our attitude. I say my, but gratitude be our attitude. Today is all about you. (laughs) Let them know. And you're so excited about it. Let them know. So today (laughs) is the release of a podcast on a Tuesday, but this is not any. It's like any regular old Tuesday. Let's get right to it. This Tuesday is the Tuesday that God made old B love. Give it up for B love. <laughs> happy birthday, Barrett. I just have to say that <laughs> twenty six never looked so damn good a day I don't in his life. Like why? Here we go. You, why I feel like this this has to be like year two or three of me saying the same thing about your birthday. Could possibly why be. Why don't you like to embrace your age? With age comes wisdom. Why don't you like it? Like, I'm so excited about going into my 30s. Mm. And here you are turning 34. And you 26. just... 26. You have a hard time with it every year. No, I'm I just don't saying, understand. like... Because really, the thing about age is... Um, I feel like that I'm not aging because, you know, I, I live a good life, you know. Um, God has his mercy upon me. And I just keep getting that Benjamin Button. And I told you. Well, you, you can look you can look young, but you got to stop lying about your age. Who's lying? You're always lying every time we go out. No, nah, And because you look so young in the face, people do believe that you are 26, except the hair <laughs> now makes you look a little bit older. So I'm about to cut my hair. India's been talking about... So right now, if y'all don't know, India, Barrett, B-Love, me, and Blake... We all have the exact same hairdo. I'm talking about <laughs> we are the exact same person right now. And it's a nasty thing to live in a house where we all use exact same products. Um, So, yeah, we have the same we hairdo. We do not use the exact same products. <laughs> we all use different products on our hair. We use the exact well, same products. Well, actually, pro- Blake and I use the same products. You have a different texture of hair. So, what you use is Oh, you're different racist from right now. See what I mean? India's racist, I man. I am not. Black Lives Matter. What are you talking about? I don't you like don't it. use the I don't same like stuff it. on your hair that mm, we use mm, on our mm, hair. Mm, mm, mm. You know why? Because y'all the use it all up. The stuff you use on your hair is too heavy for our hair. Okay, heavy hair. Anyway, heavy 
is the head Don't who wears the, the crown. No, nah, I use whatever yeah. the barber told me to get. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. But thank y'all for listening, man. And thank you guys for wishing me a happy birthday. Right now, I would like for y'all to do me a favor. Just send me a message say happy birthday. And I listen to the podcast. I'm going to keep listening because I love y'all. And I appreciate it. I don't want anything else for my birthday. Don't cash at me no damn money. Go to iTunes and leave a five-star review on She and I podcast for the culture. That's all I need. Happy birthday. <laughs> Say me again. You, Come on now. Birthday. Give it up for me. Huh? Happy birthday. That's what Dang. I said. I love it. <laughs> what is it's it? It's <laughs> my birthday. Got to do it again. Baby. Yes, it is. It's my favorite song. Oh, man. So let me get to it real fast. Um, India threw me a surprise social distancing picnic. Now, the whole time India has been planning this picnic, she's been planning it, talking about it like it's just going to be she and I, no podcast intended, um, out there having a good damn time. But to my surprise, when I walked outside, I saw um, two of my favorite, which not even two, I saw uh, one, two, three, was it five? including you six, seven of my favorite people sitting in my backyard there to greet me with a surprise. And India did a hell of a job. So India, give it up for yourself one time. Thank you. Tell them, tell them about the experience. It was a picnic, you know what I mean? It Everybody, wasn't just a picnic. Stop trying to play me like it was just a picnic. <laughs> it wasn't just a picnic. She want, so India had food. She had a DJ. Shout out to DJ Crop Top Tot in the building. Mommy's home. That's a drop. It's amazing, by the way. Um, We had the DJ. We had the vibes. We had the tiki torches. We had the picnic laid out. We had the canopies jumped off. We had alcohol in the building. We had Red Bull outside. It was amazing. Balloon arches. Shout out to my girl Lo, a.k.a. Lisa. Um, Listen, we did it up. You did it up for me, and I appreciate it. You're welcome. You the best. Never play yourself. So, like, after, since we've already technically celebrated your birthday, are you the type yeah. of person that expects something, like, on your actual birthday? Uh, a gift? <laughs> what you mean? What Wait, you mean? So the it's party cra- wasn't the crazy. Gift? First of all, you want to talk, all right, let's be transparent with this, since we're going to go there. What? I, I was looking at my, I was looking through the accounts, and I'm like, damn, did somebody take my car and buy some shit on Amazon? So I'm like, $88 on Amazon? $40 on Amazon? Look at Target. $80 at Target? And then the next day, I saw another $50 at Target. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. First of all, Somebody's- no, 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 no. You don't even know what you're talking about. Let me get done. You don't even Let know what you're done. talking about because you finna start. You finna try to say that those uh, expenses was for the picnic, and they weren't. All this stuff from Target was for Blake. I haven't seen anything. But you don't but- see all this paint in the house? All right, but let me get back to Amazon then. I'm like, 88, 44? Like, what the hell is going on? Next thing I know, I come outside to a picnic. I'm like, all right, this is great. I think I financed my own picnic, but it's cool because you had to put the work in to make it work, though, and I appreciate you, girl. You are being so shitty right now. What? I can't even believe that you because even you, doing that right because now. Because you said that you won't get me a gift. So I didn't I say said, I wouldn't get you a okay. gift, but I, I will say that in the past, if you've like actually thrown me something, then you don't usually get me a gift. And if you do, it's like a small kind of gift it's not like a big all-out like extravagant gift if you actually plan like a party like you've done that in the past when have i planned your party in the past uh the um the pole party 
pole party. I forgot. It was so long ago. I forgot. I do remember that. Oh, you know why? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did plan a pole party for you. I did get you a gift. I remember what I got you, but we're not going to go into that. Um, But anyway, you know what? Well, you being so shitty. I cannot believe you said you think you finance your own party. <laughs> like, it was just a thought. It was just a thought. It's a but, very shitty thought. Well, and it, it kind of sounds ungrateful. Like, I, I'm I, really annoyed that you even just said listen, that. Listen, listen. Well, I apologize. You know what I mean? I have to apologize if you think that I'm wrong for saying that. But I have to now go back to what I was about to say about the whole thing. So when I saw my cop, listen, like, what's going on? But you are my gift. All right. You're the gift that keeps on giving. Okay, India? Okay, Barry. All right, so with all that being said, the picnic was a success. I was surprised. And I'm the type of guy, too, though. If you want to surprise me, I'm probably the best person to surprise because I'm not going to be snooping around. I'm not going to be looking, trying to find out what's going on here and there. I enjoy surprises. Some people do not like surprises. India, how do you feel about them? Love them or hate them? I've never really been surprised. Love them or hate them? I mean, I would like them, like them, but you, you're not very good at pulling off surprises. But you are nosy as well. You will check my email address to try to find what happens and what's going on. And no, look at that's me. not you, true. You that's not true. You're address. just not a good surpriser. You'll be like, hey, I, I was going to surprise you, but I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. Because my thing so, is, too, with that, I don't know, like, you're very nitpicky about stuff and you think you, like, you want... One thing, and then What's if it's not exactly about a what, surprise. if it's not exactly what you want, then it's gonna be bad for me. So I'll rather no, tell not. you up front. No, it's not. I like surprises. I like nice things. You don't know how to do surprises. I, I'm the king of surprises right now. I'm surprise you and tell you that I already planned your birthday. Ready? You are gonna be thirty, twenty six. You robbing the cradle, but I got you ready. All right. Just know. I don't believe it. I think it's going to slip. Whatever you got planned, I think it's mm-hmm. going to slip before January because mm-hmm. you just don't know how to do it. All right. Now, let me keep going, too, because I did think about something. Like, while we were outside, we were having a hell of a time, me and the friends and Indian, everybody's out there kicking it. And I'm like, damn, this is probably the first time where I really thought that I want to be outside right now. And the reason why I say this is because it's not only was it my birthday weekend, but the same time, Drake dropped the new songs. I feel like that he released Laugh Now, Cry Later specifically for my birthday. So while I'm sitting there listening to that nice groove, I'm like, man, if we were outside, we would have a little section. I'd be like, whoa, whoa. Now, so you wish that you time. were having a, you wish that you were at the clubs. Baby. I didn't wish I was at the club. But I wish we were outside, you know, somewhere, maybe a a cool little day party or something. Now, I'm going to tell you, I love a good day party. I kicks it at a day party. And the reason why I kick it so hard at a day party because I can stay awake. I'm not a night party type of guy anymore. I'm a day party type of guy. I like to sleep at night, party in the daytime. Like a vampire. So I should have planned you a day party. Nah, because I don't like people right now either. Too much COVID. Like I'm just, I'm really trying to figure out because now I'm like, well, well, maybe you shouldn't have got a picnic. Maybe you should have got something else. <laughs> I'm just, I'm confused right now. Man, listen. So when you were planning the whole thing, you were like, hey, don't come downstairs. Stay in the room upstairs until I tell you to. I really had at one point thought that I was about to come downstairs to like some exotic dancers or something. You, exotic dancers everywhere. 
and with a stack of ones, and you're gonna say, "Let's throw some money, babe." And I'm like, "Oh shit, what's this? This is a new India. This is a new side of you. Didn't expect that." But I was definitely appreciative of the picnic. But in my mind, I'm like, "What if India's doing like this?" I'm like so annoyed at you right now. <laughs> for one, you think you pay for your own picnic, and for two, you wish that you had come downstairs to strippers. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Like I'm just uh-uh. done. I see, like I, I quit. I quit your birthday. I, said, well, I you can't, quit. You already did it. No, I quit your birthday. You already like, did it. My birthday is today. I quit Tuesday, August eighteenth. Thank y'all for being here along with us, and thank y'all for participating, man. Listen, I appreciate all the birthday wishes that I received um, on Sunday this past weekend, and man, we're gonna keep it going. So thank y'all again. Let me stop playing and just say, hey. I'm definitely grateful for being here another year. Let's get it in. Let's do it. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. Yes, indeed. Let's get right on to it. I'm potting on my birthday. So listen up real fast. We had another episode in store for y'all this week, but schedules it didn't align for us to do the episode. So we had to pivot and I was ready to go. The thing I want to talk about this um, Tuesday is really about making life decisions during the quarantine and shit just in general like what goes into making big life decisions when you have to make those big life decisions with your significant other I was thinking about that because in my mind I don't know what made me think about this I'm I'm sitting there probably just hanging out just in the back of my mind thinking to myself like damn when I was when I graduated undergrad I was thinking about, I was really close to going to UCLA. Like I wanted to just move to California and go to UCLA to get my master's degree. But uh, there were other things at play that I had to deal with in Tennessee. Um, but then, so I started thinking like, damn, what if I met India, we got married. I'm like, hey, shit, I want to go to UCLA, go to California, finish my degree. I was in the third. How does that discussion look when you have a significant other? That would have been fine before we had Blake. But I'm saying, so in general, how does it look like when you? You talk mean the to conversation? Some- I mean, I just you just tell them, like, I don't. If that's what you want to do, but I, you know what? Let me back up. If you want to do something like that, you need to come with a plan already. Like, okay. don't just say, "I want to up and move to California." To finish my degree Like you need to have a, a solid plan What are we going to do about money Where are we going to live How long is this going to take Is this a permanent move to California Like don't just come up You know with a hope and a dream Like that needs to be a plan Alright so with that being said Even if you have a plan laid out right? So I come I'm, I'm sitting here for months Like unbeknownst to you I'm concocting this master plan, getting ready to go out there and take on the world in California. So I got my plan together, but deep down, deep down in my mind, I feel like that my significant other is the person that always kind of poo-poos the thought of new ideas or the thought of just change. How do I then kind of construct that? How do, how do I then construct that conversation? Because what's going to happen is I've now set back 
Thought about all of the different ways to tell you, and I still think in the back of my mind, you're going to be like, ah, nah, probably not a good idea. Like, what is the best way to go about doing it? Especially now during quarantine, I feel like that a lot of people are sitting back thinking about, damn, what's the next move? What's the next business investment? What's the next thing that I can get my hands on that's going to maybe change me, change the life? Um, change the life of others around me. I think so. that quarantine would be the time to do it because a lot of people are looking for new starts right now. Granted, there's, I mean, there's a lot of people out of jobs. There's a lot of uncertainty, but I think that would be all the more reason why you should pack up and move, you know, across the country. Um, I don't know. I just, I see a lot of people right now doing like new things, just new things in general, starting new careers. I've seen several people actually move, Mm -hmm. you know, to another state here randomly that they probably weren't expecting prior to quarantine. So I think if the opportunity is there, I don't think there should be anything to stop it. You just got to make sure you're on the same page. And I think that, you know, if the other person isn't necessarily ready to move, obviously there's going to be a bit of hesitancy there. Um, but at that point, it's time for you to do some convincing. <laughs> but see, I think we're focused on just the moving aspect. I'm talking about life experiences in general. Life is in general. All right, so take, check this out. So Indy and I were talking the other day. And I'll be 100% clear with y'all. We sit back talking, kind of just, I forgot what we were talking about. But anyway... I'm telling her, like, man, listen, Blake needs a damn friend because right now I'm his friend. So then India says to me, well, why don't we just have him a sibling? I'm like, hell no. So I can have two friends? Uh Uh-uh. I'm cool with one. So at that point, when is a good time to discuss with your significant other? Hey, man, I'm thinking about. I want another cat. I, I, I want another kid. I want another child. Like how? Like how do you even go in about starting that type of conversation? I don't even know. All of this exactly stuff comes into I play. Said. Like I, don't, I think I think you overcomplicating the conversations. Like just say what you want to say. If and I said, I mean now I, I don't know about all that, but I don't think it should be like a well. I mean, I guess it should be well thought out, but I don't think it should be that hard if you have just that type of relationship with your spouse. I feel like you should be able to have the type of relationship to where you can t- say anything to them. Like, you- hey, I'm I'm ready to have a second baby. That's easy to say. The hard part is the other is the, is the person that's on the receiving end of it. So that's what I'm saying. So how do you kind of finesse? Oh, I like that word. Dripping in finesse. How do you kind of finesse the conversation to uh, make sure it goes smoothly? And that's what I mean, because if you come to me and I'm like, man, you come to me and say, hey, I, I think that I'm ready to give Blake a sibling. Or you come to me and say, hey, I think I want to go back to school. Whatever the life change is. And I'm like, man, uh-uh, no. Uh-uh. Let me tell you the thing I hate too. We all go through, we've all been through this before when it comes to like businesses or different things. When you tell somebody your idea and then they say, 
Ah, uh, yeah, man. I think you should start that little business. Now, uh, 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 uh. You should. I, th- I, you think I should do what? I think you should start that little business. No, let me tell you. I'll be honest with you. My mom had a bad habit in the beginning when I first started my own business. My mom used to tell me, "Man, how how is your little business going?" Mm-mm. This ain't no little nothing. Like this is big time. And I feel like that when we make life choices like that, we the cer- certain words that we use made may be regular for some people, but may be demeaning for others. Like the well, word I don't think little. that type of conversation should exist in a relationship. Like yo, yo, the person you're in a relationship shouldn't be talking about your ideas and your businesses like that from the jump. That kind of stuff is expected from family members. For sure. From I mean, quote unquote friends and you know, because they just don't know. Right. But, and that's why that's why I'm personally selective about what I do. Like, with my event, I didn't tell my family that I was doing it. I mean, I told my mama and I told my sister. But other than that, everybody else found out on Facebook. Right, right. And I understand that because sometimes, like you said, you can't let those people come and, like, rain on your parade and what you got going on. And that's why I think that it's important that we know how to have these constructive conversations without poo-pooing the poo-pooing I like that word the uh, ideas or the changes that our significant other may want to bring I think we should come with I think we should come to the conversation always with an open mind when your significant other brings to you a change or an idea I don't think that you should make a face or use those kind of choice words where it's going to make the idea seem either small or far-fetched, like crazy. I think that in a relationship, that should be the standard. Like, I feel like we shouldn't even... You think, even, though, you think. You know what I mean? I, like, it's not always it. That's not always it. But I'm saying, I don't even feel like that should even be, like, the topic of conversation. Like, I didn't marry you for you to shit on my dreams. Right. And the things that I want to do. So... That type of verbiage should not exist in relationships. But you know what's funny? You say that out loud, but I do feel like that some of that stuff is learned from your friends, from your childhood. Because imagine, like, all your life, you grew up coming up with these ideas. Matter of fact, you may have told your mom, hey, I'm going to be this, a star cheerleader or something like that. And your mom like, oh, you can do it. You know, I can see you being a little cheerleader. You're like, no, 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 I want to be a for real cheerleader. You know what I mean? And, it, and, it, and I think those those things kind of get into our psyche and then they may psych us out. Oh, I'm on fire. I think that, I, I don't know. I've always just learned from those situations. Like, I took those situations as motivation. Like, there was somebody in my family where so <laughs> I don't even know if I've ever told this story but anyways I so when I was in middle school I tried out what was the first thing I tried out for track no the, the first step thing team. no 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 the first thing I tried out for was volleyball okay <laughs> I didn't even want to play volleyball what they have volleyball where you were from yeah shit we had none of that we had volleyball in middle school and high school so I tried out for the volleyball team did not want to play volleyball, volleyball. No part of me wanted to play volleyball, but my best friend Ophelia asked me to try out with her, right? And I'm <laughs> short. Like, you know, like, volleyball girls are tall. Um, and I didn't make the team. I wouldn't really, I wouldn't miss up about it because I didn't really want to play volleyball. The next team I tried out for was track. 
the reason why I didn't make the track team is because I played at the track tryouts. Mm. Like I was just kind of yeah, like I was. So just you kinda, weren't serious then. I wasn't, but I could run. And had I tried at the tryouts, I, I would have made the team. But I was playing. <laughs> like I was, we we had to run from the school to a park, like a neighborhood park. That ain't too hard. I how, how hot was it outside? It wasn't hot. What kind of shoes did you have on? I don't bear. You missing the point of the okay, story? Okay, my bad. But the, but regardless, like I didn't make that team either, <laughs> and was because I was in the back Wendy, playing like you, yeah. with my friends, and I was just like whatever, dude, whatever. Then I tried out for. Cheerleading. Cheerleading was the only team that I actually wanted to make. Okay. And so with cheerleading, did I? I'm trying to remember. I may not have made it, but then like that. Okay, that's what it was. They said I didn't make it, and then like the girls on the team was like, I can't. It was like I have no idea why you didn't make it. Like you should have made it, and then. So I was really bummed about that one. Okay. So I came home and this family member was like, maybe you just shouldn't try out for anything else. Damn. Shot your dreams down with a bullet. Bang, bang. But then the Put next the day, I got called dream. to the cheerleading coach's office. Okay. And I was on the team. Oh, okay. So that's how, so I, and then I, I was a cheerleader in middle school. I would have went to that family member and lifted up my cheerleading skirt and said, hey, family member, tell me how my ass tastes. That's disgusting. <laughs> um, So, stuff like that, you can either let it affect you. Now, granted, those situations do still show up in adult life. Yeah, I mean, you got to heal from that kind of stuff. But I try to take it, you know, with a grain of salt and I try to take it as motivation. For me, to keep going. So, and then I've, I've, I've also recently learned, like, just don't let nobody, little dog, what the fuck you, try, what you trying to do? Little because dog. they don't know, they don't know what you got going on. They don't, they don't know what you have planned. Now, you can use that chip on your shoulder to turn it into success. That's what you have to do sometimes. You have to t- funnel that energy right in to your success. It's exactly I mean, what you have to do. Dealing with like family members, family members are shitty. Like the <laughs> family members are just very shitty. We're going to talk and about that in another episode too. Not family members being <laughs> shitty, but different stuff about family members. I got a good little topic about that. Um, So-called friends, and I say so-called friends because real friends don't do these type of things, but you know, friends can be shitty too. Mm. Um, But I feel like when you choose to make somebody your spouse or your partner or whoever you are dating that person is supposed to be the one person that is not shitty right and i agree with that i, I agree with that but I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna shift it again right so out of all of that being said even when your significant other brings you an idea a, a, a big life change that may affect both of you all Listen and be open-minded because, hey, that life change could be the betterment for y'all, especially right now, like you said, especially right now. If I come and say, hey, India, man, let's just go ahead and move to Cali. Shit ain't open right now. I got some big stuff we can do while we down there. We can get it popping. And then you be like, I don't know. Let's think about it. Then I show you the plan. I come with the master plan. And then you be on board. And then we make it happen. I mean, that's... (laughs) 
if it were anywhere other than California, I would probably be like, if you came to me with a what, plan like that now. Other than, yeah, see, see, well, and yes, that's what because you it's so far. And that's what you cannot do. You it's see what so I'm saying? You're doing it right now. You're doing it. Okay, but it's also just me, you, and Blake. So we no would matter. also have to move with the understanding that we don't have any help. It, it, I mean, it granted, we don't really have any help now. See, other we, than you know a few. I guess the people are familiar and the few people that we that do help us out we trust those few we we can figure it out once we got there I'm not listen this is not a conversation that I'm having right now I'm not saying we're gonna pick up and move to California now I thought about this conversation strictly because um like I mentioned earlier the plan was to go to UCLA to get my master's degree and I where I went, but it's all good, you know. So Shit. why didn't you? Why didn't you go to UCLA? Because you are you had already started your your master's degree when I met you. Right, I was already knee deep in the master's program, and um, uh, I had, you know what it was. We we just mentioned it a little bit. I had got a job fresh out of college working at Sony Records, right? So I'm going, I'm I'm, I'm at Sony. You, you feel me? So when I tell my parents that, they're like, "Oh, you got a good job." got benefits and their their overview of success is different than ours is right now but all they said hey you got a good job you got benefits i feel like you stay there and continue to work there and build your resume instead of like encouraging me to go out there and chase my dreams you know what i mean and it's not listen got great parents i'm not saying anything bad about them but I do believe and I do feel like that had I had that little push of encouragement, I would have probably went on ahead and went real talk. I probably would have. It was just a job. It was, it was a sense of security for them. I was going to say, but that's just the older generation in general. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They just didn't know. Either you don't know, don't show, I don't care about what's going on in the hood. Well, because even and when they I just quit, didn't know. Even when I quit my job, your mom was like, so are you are you planning to go back to work? <laughs> well, I think, yeah, I know what she was mainly worried about. Um, my mental health. <laughs> you got to think. about your mental health? I mean, you got to think about it. I go from an abundance now to to scaling back, 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 to living off of one income with a wife and a son. You don't think anybody would be worried about anybody's mental? I will be worried about my mental health. I'll be worried about anybody's mental health when that happens. I don't think she was worried about your mental health. She was worried about your money. That's different. That's that's not mental health. Listen, if you know me, you know my money. Is directly affected to my mental health and well-being because I don't care what you say. I know what you, I see you looking at me. I don't care what nobody says. When the when the money gets low, the hungryness show. Shout out to fifty one fifty, and that's the damn truth. Your mental health is affected by your mental wealth. I know mine is. Um. So hey, there it is. It's that on that. <laughs> yours might not be your yours. You know what? The amount of money you have may not worry about you, but me, this may be sexy. What are you talking? They'll have the amount of money that you have. Like, what are you talking about? We're married. No, nah, nah, but I, I, I'm being specific when I talk right now because I'm talking about my mental health specifically, and the amount of money you have might not affect your mental health specifically. You, India, the person. Now, me. Being buried, the amount of money that I have may affect me. It may like, damn, I need to go out here and do X, Y, I need to do more because I don't feel like I'm providing. I'm not doing enough for my household. Like, 
My son may need this. You may need something. I'm not, I'm not doing enough. You don't think that's going to directly affect the way I think and the way I feel internally? Okay, so... It, what? How do you fix that then? Hustle. Hmm, okay. One word. I mean, I don't got anything else to say about that. Okay. That's how you fix that. I mean, if you are out here and you know yourself and you know you have the drive and the passion to have more, I never want to feel like that I can't provide for my family. So at that point, it's like, oh, damn, like I'm stripping away one income to live off. I'm, stri- I'm stripping away, I'm sorry, two incomes to live off one. Yes, that's going to affect anybody, anybody. In the back of your mind, you're always going to have that thought. All right, we only have one. Let me get done. You only have one income now. God forbid if something happens to any of, of the income that we may be bringing in at the time. Now, you know, everything's going good for you. But in the beginning, if something would have happened, you always keep that in the back of your mind. Like, damn, this shit can go real bad, real fast. That's not, if I don't get on this hustle. That's not what I think about. I don't think about what could go wrong. I think about the the things that could go right. And I think that when you worry, the things that you worry about, I think that that's the energy that you attract to you. I think the things that you worry and stress about, those are the problems that you end, end up having. Like I know someone who is a single mom, but because she doesn't worry about money, she has enough. Like, she always has enough. And you are partially correct. I'm not saying that I'm sitting back always thinking about, damn, damn, what if I lose? What if I, no, nah, I'm not saying that. But in the back of my mind, that thing has to be there. That, that that little pinch of nervousness has to be there for you to go out there. I'm Basketball turn on because I'm kind of watching the game. Um, to go out there and perform at your highest ability. Because if it's not, then you wouldn't care. You would go out there like, man, I'm, I'm doing my job just to get by. All right, fuck it. I don't really care. I'm here just to get a paycheck. No, if you don't have that little bit of worry and nervousness when you do something, you're not going to care. You're not going to give it your all. Speaking of the podcast, if I don't, the live shows specifically, if, if I'm not worried about the live shows, I can get up there and say absolutely anything and not care about what anybody thinks or how anybody feels. But I know I want to, first of all, we have people paying for these shows. I know I want to give them a hell of a performance because they paid their money. And also, I know I want them to keep coming back and tell a friend to tell a friend to tune on in. Of course, every time I step on the mic or on the stage, I'm giving it all I got like it's my last time on this mic. I'm not saying don't give it all you got. that that's not what I'm but saying worry, at all. But, but the worry factor keeps me sharpening my skills because guess what? There's always somebody out there trying to take your spot. Diddy said that a long time ago. There's always somebody out there, once again, basketball terms, training, shooting shots. There's always somebody out there starting a podcast every day and somebody else can listen to. Why wouldn't I dedicate all I have to my craft if that's what I want to do? I'm so, dedicating all I have to my craft, but at the same time, I'm not worried about anybody taking my spot because I know the guy has already given me my spot. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not going through life worrying who's going to take my me spot. You're like right. we literally talked about this kind of earlier today about a situation that we noticed 
yeah, on for sure, for sure, for Instagram. Sure. That would be somebody trying to, you know, take your spot. I just can't. <laughs> I, I just cannot. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> what? Whatever. I, see, I, I know what you mean. Keep but going. I got you. I think I'm rolling. that a lot of the ways that we we are conditioned to think is because of how we were raised. Nah. I think that. Like, yes, have a hustle, go get an attitude, but I am trying to reverse my fear and feelings around money. Like, because that has, like, literally a fear of not having enough, like, that has always been with me, but it's because I grew up in, like, a struggling household. Right. But see, I have to reverse that in order for me to really do what I if I'm if I'm worrying about not having enough, I'm not gonna have enough. Yeah, and you should not worry. Just don't don't miss my point. Don't even like try to say I'm saying it because I'm not. But I am saying that something has to be the driving force, and the driving force is constantly wanting to do better are constantly wanting to provide. When I say the worry is in my mind, it's not like I'm sitting back like, oh, damn, what if I don't do X, Y, Z? What if I don't get this? No, no, no. All I'm saying is that the nervousness and the and, and the worry comes from, hey, wanting to do better, wanting to be a better provider, wanting to be a better podcast, whatever it is, wanting to be yeah, a better... Yeah, I think that the word... I think maybe you should just change the word because worry sounds like fear to me. And I, I I would hate like just like to carry that type of fear and worry sounds very stressful to me. Uh, I feel like that everybody t- has a little bit of that, and I, it's never at the top of my. It's it's so far back in my mind, but I know it's there. Yeah, I, but that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like you should get rid of it. So like say for instance, okay. like the stuff that I've been going through. You know what I've been going through with this event. Yeah. That type of worry is crippling for me. So now it's like, I guess everybody is different, right? And you know what? Go ahead. Go ahead. You're right. You're right. It's like, I cannot harp on that. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm a little bit worried, but that worry can't be so deep. Now, with that being said, I have seen you go through that, and I and I always wonder, like, why are you so? At times, I look at you like, damn, I, I wouldn't even. What do I say? I like, man, sh- I wouldn't even worry about that. And that's me telling you, see that, that. So my worry is different. Stuff like that, I'm like, man, that shit gonna work itself out. I'm not even worried. You, similar situation with me. You know what I've been going through? I still walk around here with a smile on my face, uh, 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 um, heart in the place. I had to make it rhyme. But I I don't get worried about stuff like that. I get worried about wanting to be the best and wanting to be better and wanting to continue to elevate my family. And it's not even a, it started off, we started, this conversation started off about money, but I don't want it to, I don't want that to be like the the underlying, I I don't want that to be the common denominator right now because I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about drive right now at this point. Like the worry stems from drive. The drive stems from a little bit of worry that you want to be great or you want to do the best that you can do. That's all I'm saying. 
That's it. Yeah, I, I just don't like the word worry. Okay. Like, I just feel like, like, right now, I feel like I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing. Maybe I need to find I a different make, word then. I can make improvements on the things that I do, but there's not a doubt in my mind that I won't be successful. Like, I, there's just, it, it just doesn't exist. It can exist, exist if I allow it to. Right. And, and but, see, it, but it doesn't for me. Bingo. And now we're talking. I'm the same way. Now, there's not a doubt in my mind. I put it up there every every week. The best relationship podcast. There's not a doubt in my mind that this is the best relationship podcast ever. But in order for me to keep it that way, I have to be concerned or I have to be concerned about being the best. I have to push myself and continue to be the best. You don't have to be concerned and you don't have to be worried. You just have to do everything that you're doing to be the best. That is not a worry. That's you just naturally being you. That's you still putting the same amount of effort into your craft. I don't think that's worry. Okay, I like I said, we're just going to have to just talk this one out and agree to disagree off the mic, but I do believe that there's something there. I mean, and it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's almost like I have I have ultimate faith. That's one thing I do have, ultimate faith. Um, and that's why I get past all. That's why I keep that shit so far in the well, back of my I'm mind. Saying, but I, if you have ultimate faith, what you worried about? It's... Okay, I'm going to find another word for it because it's definitely not worried, but you should have the thought in the back of your mind and you should know. How about that? You should know and be cognizant that, hey, you have to keep doing your best and you have to keep getting better at whatever it is you're trying to build. That's it. That's all I got to say. That was a long-ass conversation about a bunch of us going back and forth. I apologize. That was good, though. You need to hear that. Now, let's go ahead and get into my favorite segment and let me do what I came to do. Now, unqualified advice from B-Love and B-Love's Relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. Now, this week, B-Love's Relationship is brought to you in part by my birthday in the real way. Let's keep on celebrating out there. If you made it this far, man, celebrate with me some more. So let's keep it going just like this. Now, I feel like that last segment was me going on a rant and me venting, but nope. This segment is all about me venting right now. So I have to say this, and this relationship goes out to all of the ladies out there. And I got one word for all of the ladies right now, and that word is timing. T-I-M-I-N-G. N-I-N-G. I spelled that all wrong. Look at me. All right, so let's talk about timing real fast. Wives specifically. Always want some god darn attention at the most inopportune times. And then, check it out. When you give it to them, they all of a sudden, they don't want it no more. For example, right now, NBA basketball is back in full swing. I could be sitting up doing nothing throughout the whole entire day. But as soon as I sit back, get ready to watch the game, here comes my cool, beautiful, great old wife saying, Hey, Barry, uh, I got a question for you. You feel like talking? I'm like, huh? 
I'm knee deep in the game. Dame dollars down by two points. He's about to shoot a three with like five seconds left. He's like, listen, I got a question. Then she gets mad at me because now I'm not giving her my full attention. So then finally, when I look at her and I say, India, what happened? Can I help you? She's either going at that point saying, nah, I don't want nothing now. After I've given her my full attention or, or India will say something like, yeah, well, really the only thing I wanted was to know, hey, should I color my hair? Or should I keep it this color right here? And it's always like this. So it's all about timing. You have face. to know. Your tip sucks. You have to know when to hold them and when to fold them. If you want your man's attention, know when to go about getting it and how to go about getting it. Don't interrupt the man when he's knee deep in doing something. And then all of a sudden when he stopped doing it, you get petty. I don't want to talk to you now. I don't want to hear from you. But a minute ago, you did. Now, all of a sudden, you don't. Women, ladies, like Keith Sweat would say, we got to make a mind up. Either you want my attention or you don't. And that's all I got to say. Your tip sucks. Somebody feel me. It does. So somebody's a guy out there right now that's saying, yep. It doesn't, it like, that's stupid. When am I supposed to talk to you? You're watching f- basketball all day, every day. Nah, there's times, like in the morning time, we you're talk. You're either working. Afternoon. You're working. You don't want to talk then. You, yeah. you do, you're working out in the garage. You don't want to talk then. You're spending all night watching basketball. You don't want to talk then. So don't tell me it's not a good time to talk. I'm going to talk to you when I want to talk to you. See, disrespect. Don't respect your time. Ladies, they just come in and say, hey, it's my time now. Even though I know you relax and watching the game, I still need your attention just so I can ask you what color should I change my hair to? And even if you give me your opinion, I'm still going to do whatever the hell I want to do anyway. I know women like the back of my hand. I know my You wife. Obviously, you don't. Yeah, you don't. That's the girl. problem. You should do better. You I'm don't doing know better. Me. I'm doing better. Are you? Hell yeah. India, are you ready? I'm ready. Let her upgrade you. What would India do? Ho. W-W-I-D. What would India do? Kick it. Does no strings attached sex work? Yeah. With a recent ex. No. (laughs) After 14 months, I broke up with my ex-girlfriend for a variety of reasons. It just... It was just unsustainable. Our sex life was the only thing that actually worked well. Today, she brought up no strings attached sex, maybe once a week. And I tentatively said yes. Honestly, I'm doing the thinking with the wrong head. So I laid out some common sense rules to keep the collateral damage at bay. Let me know what I'm missing. One, neutral location. We split the hotel. Okay. Two, Strictly business, no hanging out after. Uh-oh. Three, either of us start something up with any with someone else, it stops immediately. Okay. What are your thoughts? This will never work. Because I think at this point, she just wants to keep a little bit of a piece of you. And the sex is just going to complicate things. Especially if you're the first one to hop into another relationship, 
She is not going to take it well when you all of a sudden cut the sex off. Mm. Also, why, if you both are single, why y'all just can't have sex at home? Because you don't want the, I, I understand that. If, if you, you're having sex once a week and you're paying for, for a hotel, hotel right. just to have sex with your you're ex, right. not even somebody new, your ex, I'm not, I'm not splitting no hotel with you once a week to have sex and we used to have sex all the time in the house. He's probably thinking to himself, he doesn't want her to get too comfortable with being back at their house, back at his house or her house, whomever house it is, um, having sex and then spending the night laying up thinking it's going to be more than what it is. He wants to make it clear. Sound like this little prostitution ring right. going so, on so when you so get a hotel. What's happening at the hotel, though? Like, you said, like, you don't want to stay the night. So, y'all literally just, I cannot get past the fact that how much money they would be wasting doing this. Like, y'all aren't even going to cuddle after sex. Like, you just going to have sex, get up and leave every single time. That's all he got for it. That's what he said. Yeah, just so, just no. Have sex That's in the car. I, do. at that I point. don't. I don't even. I mean, like, great. You've thought about it and you have your steps written out, but I think that you should dead it and just be done with the relationship. Yeah, I don't think it's even worth it at that point, man. Listen, that butt might be good, but you can get your meat tenderized somewhere else. You don't need to be in that goddamn um, seasoned salt. Go find you some more and move the hell on. And it's going to be difficult for both of you guys to move on because those emotional feelings will still be there. Much of y'all have sex and say, hey, there's no strings attached. Y'all got 14 months of history with one another. So no matter what you all say, you're still going to unearth some of those feelings as soon as y'all get butt naked. <laughs> This is really all I got to say. India, <laughs> tell the people where they can find you. India.Marie. There it is. Oh, you said there it is. I wasn't done. Oh, keep going. Anyways, Shopping the Boutique. Uh, she did that co on Instagram. Make sure you get your tickets. Right now, we are four weeks away from the event. So, yeah, go ahead and get y'all's tickets. It's going to be a really good time. And you already know where you can find your boy. B-Love1911 on all social platforms. And please be sure to follow She and I Podcast on Instagram. Leave us a message at sheandipodcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. Like I said in the beginning, like I'm going to say in the end, tell a friend and tell a friend and tune on in. We'll be here each and every Tuesday for your listening pleasure. If you have not already, like, subscribe, review the podcast on wherever you listen to your podcast. It's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 I, she, I, she, I, 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 I